Hello Rebels, before we kick off today's episode, let me ask you a question. What if we could help you unlock your marketing superpower in one day or less? Actually, to be precise, I mean three hours. Yes, you heard it right. What I'm asking you is three hours of your time to join us for a brand new intensive experience on Marketing Deep Dive. One day masterclass that will help you create marketing strategies that capture hearts and mind. And every single masterclass is going to dive deep into one of our favorite topics of marketing. Maybe that email marketing, hiring, or even automations and beyond. If you want to get the fast track ticket to become irresistible, then I suggest you check out our upcoming marketing deep dive, where you're going to get two hours of hands-on training with lots of exercises and practical group work as well. Plus one hour bonus office hours and Q&A. Oh, and we also have a personalized dashboard and bonus templates to help you apply what you learn in our three hours. And just to put a little bow on it, you also get a certificate of completion to show up wherever you can see. If you'd like to find out what is coming up next and which one is our next marketing deep dive, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash masterclass. There you'll be able to find our schedule with our upcoming masterclass for you to join. On with today's show. Hello team and welcome back to yet another roundup. And I am also excited that today Steph decided to actually use her, what's it called? Tell me what's it called, Steph. Clap ever. That clap, well, it makes sense. <laughs> I generally, I can only think about an Italian, which is not helping anybody. What was it in Italian? No, I forgot. Don't <laughs> <laughs> put me on the spot like that. Oh God! Any any other language person or multilingual person will know what I mean. It's like people then ask you the words and you and you freeze. It's like I know in Italian, but I don't know anymore in any language. It's gone. <laughs> it's the clappy clap thing. She called it clapper. We'll call it that. Um, we're trying to be professional. If I have my wonderful right-handed woman slash sidekick slash editor person on the roundup, I might as well use the clapper um, <laughs> to reset us to start. That kind of sounds great. Well, hello. Um, it is obviously a time of this coming out, the end of the year almost, which is fe- it's felt like the, end, the year was ending in October, like literally at the beginning of October. <laughs> So very slow burn <laughs> getting all the way there. Starting to have Steph back because I do love obviously talking about social and all these things. You know, if you've listened to us before, you will know that on Fridays we chat social a lot. But also I like to be able to step back and talk about some of the things that we have learned as a business because we are a small business. And what we do is iterating a lot and we tell our students every single day to learn and iterate and experiment and I'm so proud of them doing including our certification students which are literally finishing next week there's um graduation next week which I'm so excited about but also for us has been a big learning curve this year so I actually wanted to talk about a couple of reflections from one thing that we are testing because I think is all about obviously our main uh, product and our main USB or MVP that's the one minimal viable product which is a certification which you heard about and it's a cohort course. And the reason I want to talk about cohort-based course and cohort-based courses is because I had a lot of I have a lot of cohort-based course teacher friends, and we've been talking about where the cohorts are dying. 
you know, talking about that. And then I decided, you know what, we're actually going to launch an accelerator, <laughs> which is a core based course, is actually going to be slightly different than what the certification is. So we're going to keep the certification as it is, which is very much live classes and live sessions. And that's what I wanted to be because it's for anybody, whether it's starting marketing or wants to upscale their marketing without having university training, even if funnily enough, Steph, 20% of our students have been studying marketing at university, which boggles me, shows me that they are looking for more. And I'm so glad we can give them that. I want that to stay the same because I know it works. It only took us two years and six cohorts, but we now have found the system that works. So it takes time. When we got approached, and I'm going to tell you how it happened because we talk about market research a lot. We got approached about just what we do and we talked about a certification and somebody was like, actually, I know a lot of agencies, but I still feel that a certification probably would not be what they need. What I like is your edge around the sustainable and ethical side of things, which is imbued in everything we do. But obviously the certification talks about the foundations, which are not just foundational content, there's also some more um, advanced topics. And they have the accessible and inclusive spectrum within that. But we don't talk just about EDI in marketing or sustainable considerations in your uh, paid ads. And somebody asked, and I knew it's been something that has been mentioned a few times. So I was like, you know what? I am now going to look into it and see if there is a need or an interest. By doing that, I had to think about how can we make cohorts better so that they're more effective and efficient for us and for others. So before I tell you what we have learned and also what has been shifting in the cohort-based space, so if you're a cohort-based teacher or wannabe teacher, this is for you. Or even if you just want to launch any kind of course, I hope we can give you some advice on what to do and what not to do. I want to ask Steph, I want you to guess, Steph, we're going to be investigations mode for a moment. Put the investigator hat on. What do you think is has been the biggest shift when it comes to cohort-based courses? Because something has changed and something is changing in the students' behaviors and needs. Can you guess what it is before I tell us? The only thing that comes to my mind is we've had an era where obviously we were at home a lot and there was this kind of want to learn a lot of stuff because we had a bit of extra time. So we joined a, a lot of courses and that became very normal. Of I think there was a massive surge of wanting online courses, learn something new, maybe pivot your career. And, and I don't know if it may be relating to that where there's kind of shifts with done that and now looking for something a bit different or am I have I got it you kind of there yes you are so the shift is around that it is indeed the fact that self-paced courses were first when I actually started creative impact which is my old business which was called health bloggers community so that's as far as we go shout out to any listener who actually was following us from those days the OG the goat uh, health bloggers community I remember I created the most painful to run, if anything, WordPress website, uh, learning management kind of website ever. So obviously it was all inside. It was all internal. There were no teachables, no nothing. So I did it all myself and self-paced courses was very new. They were big. And then as you rightfully mentioned, what happens is the big researchers of self-paced then saw the inclusion and the welcoming of cohort-based courses, not just programs, which some of us know, but actually the course element. So something that can be a bit more structured, a bit more technical as well. So whether it's management, operations, Figma, goodness knows. Then, as you said, there's been a shift. So we shifted then to something like the decline of cohort-based courses, you would think, but actually what has happened has been a shift of change into what they look like. Now, what's happened is 
if you are targeting or working with freelancers and entrepreneurs, something that became just I want to learn something new to apply in my business or anything has become more like, is it something that I add to my skill set and my toolkit? That's how a lot of people think now, which kind of means that unless you are working on something like us, a certification, which we wanted to become really a way for people to go out and find new jobs, find new clients and change careers. If it's something less so, what has happened is that people are more likely or more wanting to actually take from the cohort experience the learning from the teachers slash practical hands-on work, and they are more looking for hybrid courses. So this has been the shift. So it's kind of like flipping on its back and be like, I don't have a lot of time. I would rather have less sessions a week or simpler sessions, kind of less preparation, less work, less work to be done ahead. And then I can have the work inside the course to be, you know, done at my own pace. And the way that I've seen that shift has been because maybe in the platform that we use for our cohort-based courses and experiences, which we have three on rotation, with Accelerator being the third one we're, te- we're going to test next year, we have seen that the modules have changed a lot. And the way that the modules now are is that before it was less dreamy when it came to the async experience. It was very a bit clunky, if, if I can say that. I love Maven, but I have to be honest. And now is a lot more geared towards being able to run a cohort without having to do as much of that, you know, heavy lifting. And what they found in this interesting research, which I'm pretty sure I can share, they told us as well as instructors is that students were more active and they were enjoying more courses that had a more active community, more small projects to work on, and to finish off and wrap it up with a nice bow, they had more work in their syllabus. But obviously you can have more content in your syllabus and then expect it all to be digested and then worked through in a live session. So something had to give, which kind of leads us to the the way the courses are now going to be developed and are going to be shifted. And I think it's really interesting because I can still see the value of that peer support and like, you know, reflections, as we've seen in the certification, literally having done hot seats together as well. Uh, one of the students after the hot seats for this certification cohort, they literally told me as we finished it, They were like, literally, this has been so invaluable. And I was not expecting it to be as so good as a session, like to actually be so valuable for us. And I think that's one of the things people need the prompt to do the work or, you know, the projects or to try something. They need it. So they need the knowledge to do that. They need the prompt to do that. And they need the space to be able to then share what these things are and what they've learned from it. And I found it really, really interesting. So based on that, that's, that's the shift that we have seen. And I've seen that for me also helps me if I want to do a course, be more effective and actually get some work out of it. I don't know if you are the same. And I think it's just appreciating that people learn in different ways. Some people actually will take a self-paced course and just go through it and do it and do everything for it and get all the results. I personally struggle with that unless it's a very short course, like all our self-paced courses are five lessons or less. The master classes are two lessons, one lesson and one walkthrough. And then there's like a Q&A. That's literally all they are. They're very lean. I used to have courses with 12 modules. I don't know why. I find that this is where I, kind of where I live and where my students tend to come. So I wanted to hear you just to give our listeners an example of different learners. This is our learners. This is who our people are. How do you like to learn? You know, because you've done lots of courses yourself, including ours. So I was wondering... Do you like to learn a specific way? Has it shifted as well? I would love to hear that because I think it's a great reflection point on how we evolve and as a student and so what do we need to know as teachers? 
I think from my own experience, like you say, I've done university, I've done university level courses, but online, I've done self-paced courses. So I've kind of done a, a very wide spectrum of them. And I feel for myself, I like a decent structure. It, it has shifted obviously with a time where I could dedicate pretty much all my time to it. So I really like the structure of having things to get back on the set, you know, week to week and, and really be quite heavy handed in it. And then now I've done some self-paced courses where I've made my own structure where I was like, right, every night I'm going to dedicate at least an hour to this. I have my little notebook making notes and I'm going, okay, how can I apply what I've just learned into what I want to do? That worked for a while until life got in the way and then you kind of lose momentum and there's a point in time where you have to go, right, I, I'm learning all this stuff, but I'm not applying it. And I, I feel, I think hybrid probably would suit me better nowadays where I want a bit, I want the feedback. I think I'm someone that I appreciate feedback and I want to be able to be prompted to do something because it gets me to do it and I want some feedback on it. However, I also find in where I am in life now, a bit of flexibility is very welcome as to where and when I can learn it. I feel like with the self-based courses, there's one that's quite long and heavy. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the same thing, try and go like every day, but it's not being manageable. So I've kind of really lost track of it. And I feel then that kind of goes in the background and nearly forget about it. So it's great. I pick things here and there. But I don't feel like after a while, I'm like, what was that again? Or how do I apply it? It's much harder, I feel, than having something that you go, oh, yeah, okay. So I did learn that stuff. And now I'm prompted to kind of try and use it. It's not as as pressured of having like a, a big project deadline. I feel it's good to have something to prompt you to use it, but it's more of you can get feedback if you want and it will count towards something, but it's not like the be all and end all if you're not being able to do it. Sometimes with some courses, people drop off really easily if they feel too pressured with too much, especially when you're doing a course later in life, when you have family, you have kids. And if you feel like, oh, I'm going to completely fail something if I don't do this one thing, I think sometimes put people off. And I feel with self-paced courses, a lot of people think that's what they want. But then, like you say, they don't end up doing applying what they've learned because they've not been prompted to do so. So I do see why that shift has happened between we had loads of time and there wasn't as much pressure around in life. So you, you could put some time to do it and really make it happen. However, once you get all the other stuff that you do on top of that, I think that's when a good structure that isn't trying to just rely on yourself to get it done can help a lot of people manage it, I think. Hey, dear listener, we're taking a break from today's class as AppSumo is taking us on a trip down memory lane this Black Friday. Remember the days when Super Nintendo was the talk of town and Wales World had us all chanting, party on dude, back times. And to kick off uh, my nostalgia fest, our friends at AppSumo are dropping some seriously cool early Black Friday specials. And let me tell you, we've been using AppSumo for ages to snag the best deals out there. Tools like Upbase and Cast Magic, 
yeah, we found those gems for AppSumo and have been absolute game changers for our marketing and overall business. So fancy getting your hands on the tech of tomorrow, but at yesterday's prices? It's like stepping into a time machine, but for deals. Head over to allmarketingschool.click slash AppSumo. That's amschool.click slash A double P S U M O to check out the latest and greatest offers. Catch you there. And remember, it's not just a deal. It's a steal from the past for the future. You know where I learned a lot and I love everything you said because it made me think about what actually helped me learn how to structure our self-paced courses better because I was very resistant to actually have self-paced courses for this business because I had it for the old one and I was like, they're great, but they can be a lot of work and they can be a lot to digest. And I want the students to actually do them and to get something out of it. And what I learned a lot was from Skillshare. We have a couple of um, courses in Skillshare ourselves because uh, I was approached to do a challenge and then obviously to do one. And so I did one specifically for them. And actually it retaught me being such a big platform. It's one of those things where obviously you don't want to necessarily in your head compete to the Skillshares or the Udemy or whichever, you know, all the ones if you are in the course space of the world. But they can teach you a lot about actually what works because obviously, let's be honest, they got more data than me. You know, if I have a hundred students, they have a thousands, thousands of thousands, not even a thousand. So just by becoming a teacher there, a bit like when I joined Maven and, you know, they helped us developing the certification, it really helps you understanding how to create the best course ever. And I think to be a great teacher, you need to be a great student because obviously I was doing this kind of short course in Skillshare. I was creating it and I was following the guidelines and it was a challenge. So you actually had a coach, which was actually quite nice. I was able to learn as I went. That's one of my things I learned by doing. It's just the way I am. And so then I was like, okay, this actually makes a lot of sense. So for us to have self-paced courses that have a masterclass style either, which some of them are me, most of them are actually other teachers, uh, but we are opening both versions of our courses to other teachers. So watch this space, especially with January coming. So masterclass is one main session, one introduction, one main session, a walkthrough of a dashboard or a template that it's applicable based on the session. So that's a lot of what I do regardless of who teaches it. And then there's also, if it's a bonus teacher, if it's not me, there's also a Q&A just to have a bit more of an understanding of who they are and just kind of, you know, shorter, frequently asked questions. And that helps because it's one session. You're like in 45 minutes, if you just do the session itself, you will learn something and it's applicable because then we review everything. I review all the slides, the curriculum, I work with my, my teachers. The other ones is the mini courses, which is our labs. And that is more like other platforms that you've seen around where it's short lessons, five to 10 minutes lessons, five or six max. And then again, working towards the project. Less of a dashboard and more of a project that we work on together throughout the five or six lessons. This is how our labs are made. And I like it because obviously we can develop more depending on the teachers that we have, but also they're simple to develop. And this is very important if you're a course creator. If you ever want to refresh some of your courses and you don't want to archive them, for example. I think it's important also that it's sustainable for you to recreate it. If you have a 12 module course, good luck to you wanting to refresh it because you're like some of it is outdated. You know, that's very important for us in marketing. It's like, I cannot think about myself or my poor husband who does a lot of the editing for that side of things to redo 25 to 30 lessons because, you know, you know, you can upgrade and it's amazing if you can improve and make it more engaging, but it takes time. So that's also sustainable for the students and for us. 
So that's one big thing that we learned. Uh, and I want to ask you before actually we jump off, which I'm sure there's got a lot of learning in here. Would you like to hear a sneak peek of how then we are developing this accelerator based on everything you mentioned and everything I also mentioned, how we're going to make it different? Ooh, I would. Tell me. And then you can always roast me. Again, we're <laughs> doing the roast again. If there's anything that you want me to know, please let me know because we're still market researching. So if you want to find out more about Accelerator, you can go into the show notes. And also there's going to be the link to our Skillshare, just if you want to have an idea of either. This is the T. So what we wanted to do based on the hybrid idea that I mentioned earlier, and a lot of the things that Steph mentioned as well, we are going to have four different workshops, which are similar to the workshops that we run in the certification, one a week. So it's going to be a five week, four to five week experience. We're still refining that. I'm going to be leading the live workshops each week because again, I mentioned this a few times in these roundups. I enjoy doing that. I enjoy the teaching. I know that's a big pool actually for the students. They love the energy that I bring. So I will be teaching some of the, I would say the broader kind of practical element instead of the theoretical ones each week. But each week we also have an umbrella topic, which is going to be taught by different teachers, which I'm in the talks to. And I can tell you one that I'm super excited about if it happens, which is sustainable consideration in paid advertising, in social advertising, which is so exciting because it's all about understanding your carbon footprint when it comes to social ads, what you can do about reducing it and how you can offset your footprint. And super interesting and also very new to me as well. So I'm finding the right people for the different topics that we want to cover to have a four week overview. What these teachers are going to do, they're going to record short videos like lab style on demand kind of lesson for the class. And this is going to be available in the accelerator and also later on during the year is going to be available for people just to buy these kind of classes. And then what's going to happen each week is my workshop, this specific kind of topic module, you know, that they taught, and then also our office hours, ideally with the teacher or with another expert as well, if the teacher cannot make it, obviously, but ideally with the teacher, there's going to be a weekly office hours of one hour uh, questions that they can ask specifically to this teacher about the topic that they taught. That's it. And then at the end of the five weeks, what they're going to build is a little impact manifesto, which is super easy, whereas each week. They're going to have a mini project to write down one implementation they're going to do in that area. And then at the end, they can present the different four implementations. Boom, bams, bada, bam. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What do you think? Because it's a bit different, you know, than what we are doing, having been on the inside. But I'm excited to working on it and obviously get the feedback and see if it can take off. But I'm excited to at least start developing the ideas and having the conversations. Yeah. No, I love the, the topic at hand. I think that's very relevant. I think a lot of people will be interested about that. I think with the school, what's good is that we're, we are trying to cover sort of different aspects of learning and also different demands. So if you do want to use just a small course by yourself just to learn a very specific thing, we've got, you know, master classes, we've got the libraries, we've got everything. And then this is kind of an in-between with the self-paced versus the cohort, which is very hands-on, just to get the notion of that very specific subjects and how to apply it. Again, there's as much as you can learn, you don't make steps forward unless you apply what you learn in whatever area you want to do it. So I think with that in mind, with what we said before of making sure you can learn at your own rhythm, but you can also be prompted to really apply and make you, I think when you're prompted to apply what you've learned, it makes you think about it in a different way than just trying to absorb it 
and you think, oh yeah, I know that now. It's like, no, do you really understand it? I think is the key. So I'm really excited to see what this new kind of hybrid version we're we're going to try and do will bring and also the comments and sort of the data we'll gather from that. Data. <laughs> data. data. So just let's like I'm the system person. Steph is my, you and Emma, Emma was one of our co-hosts, other data people, I love it. But it's true, it's very important. And I want to say, if you are interested in any way into this accelerator for the first round that's going to happen in 2024, obviously, if everything goes ahead, which for now we're looking at interest. So if you are interested, knowing that if it goes ahead, there will be a thousand percent launch offer because it's just like for the first round and it's going to be only for the first round we, we want to do it. So if you're interested, it's good for you to put yourself and your name out there. Or you can see as well, if you put yourself into the waiting list, which is in the show notes, you also find a bit of a better breakdown of the topics, which will include, as well as obviously considerations, sustainable consideration in paid ads for social. Uh, we also have EDI, accessibility, and also ethical marketing processes. And it's going to be a bit obviously more broken down once we have it all ironed out. But just to give you an idea... We want to give you a good breadth of understanding of that. And we also potentially will include a bonus module on AI, understand how to set up systems with AI, but also having an ethical way of doing it for yourself. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. In the meantime, also please, dear listener, with your beautiful thoughts, send some love to our amazing certification students because they're going to graduate next week. So I want to open up a bit more of good vibes for them. Super excited. Uh, very, very happy talking about cohorts. I had to mention them again. And finally, if you want to find out more about Steph, as well as doing all these wonderful things she does with us, all of her other work, in case you need anybody to do videos, pictures, photos, shoots, and you have a sustainable edge and obviously a ethical edge, just like ourselves. Tell us, Steph, again, where they can go and everything is going to be in the show notes too. They can find me online on my website, Plant Powered Media, and uh, same name on Instagram. But go and say hi, and obviously we'll be back next week. Shock, terror, with more roundups of all good things marketing. But in the meantime, class dismissed. <laughs>